Hey everyone, and welcome to the Spooniepreneur Podcast. I'm Nicole Neer, an ex-social worker turned CEO of a virtual support agency. My passion is helping those of us living with chronic illness to see how entrepreneurship can help us pay the bills, find a sense of purpose, and build a flexible life that allows us to balance it all. On this podcast, I'm talking with business owners from all walks of life to learn how they're running their businesses. I'm also going to take you behind the scenes into how I run a six-figure business while living with fibromyalgia, bipolar disorder, irritable bowel syndrome, and anxiety. If you are a spooniepreneur or thinking about starting a business, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Spooniepreneur Podcast. On today's episode, I want to give you some food for thought. Being a successful business owner is definitely about the strategy and systems that you have in place, but it's also a lot about the mindset that you have. So in a previous episode, I shared about the ways that therapy was a great investment that I made in my business because it really helped me deal with a lot of the stories I was telling myself about why I wasn't successful in the same way that a business coach can really help you point out the ways that you're sabotaging yourself. It's just as much about the mindset that you're walking into it as it is about the strategy and the systems that you have in place. And recently, I've had some great conversations with other Spooniepreneurs about the ways that entrepreneurship has been a way for us to take back our power and to find purpose in our lives. So if you haven't listened to last week's interview that I did with Becky Andrews, I want you to stop and go back and listen to that because we also touch on this topic a little. And of course, I want to acknowledge that I'm coming at this topic with my own labels. I am a white woman. I'm living in the Midwest in the United States. I am a lesbian who is also asexual, and I'm living with four chronic illnesses, fibromyalgia, bipolar disorder, irritable bowel syndrome, and generalized anxiety disorder. So my experiences are my own unique blend of privilege and of struggle. But I do know that for me, building my business has been a way that I could own my own brilliance and find a sense of purpose in a life where it's really easy to feel powerless. You know, I took my side hustle of being a virtual assistant full-time four years ago, and I took that leap into full-time entrepreneurship because I was working in a really toxic environment. I was the executive director of a social service agency, and we functioned under the umbrella of a larger government agency. And the director of that government agency, who was basically my boss, had a well-earned reputation of being really difficult to work with. I was belittled in board meetings. I was ridiculed in private. Every decision I made was publicly undermined. And when I discovered serious financial problems within the agency, they were swept under the rug. So it's no surprise that six months later, I was in what I now know was my first major flare of fibromyalgia. 
I was chronically tired, but I couldn't sleep. I had pain all over my body all the time. I was having panic attacks regularly, especially before meetings with my boss. And so I did what I was quote unquote supposed to do. I went to the board president to share the issues I was seeing and about the bullying that was happening. I told her about my health issues and I was assured in that meeting that things would be looked into and addressed. But predictably, nothing happened. So not long after that meeting, my doctor put me on medical leave because of my anxiety. And I was really stuck in a powerless position because there were no reasonable accommodations that could be made for a toxic work environment and really bad burnout. So eventually, after a lot of soul searching, I decided to take this little side hustle I had and make it a full-time business. I didn't know then that this was the first step towards recovering my power and finding a sense of purpose again. When I was starting out, a lot of the advice out there for starting a virtual support business. So this is, you know, being a virtual assistant, an online business manager, a copywriter, and on and on is that you need to build your business quickly so you can quit your nine to five job. And it really strikes me that we feel so powerless in these jobs that we're just desperate to get out. And this is true whether you're working in a corporate office or in the nonprofit sector. It's true whether you are a social worker or a marketing or an HR pro or an administrative assistant. The truth is, is that so many people are feeling chronically unsatisfied, that they're willing to work double time. They work a full-time job, they come home and they work, you know, almost full-time hours to build that side hustle just so that they can get out of working in these toxic conditions. But the truth is that this process looks so different when you're living with a chronic illness because you are not just navigating this feeling of powerlessness. You're not just trying to figure out how to get enough income to quit that nine to five. You are also trying to figure out how to balance a career with illness. And for many of us, we are not healthy enough to work that traditional nine to five job. I mean, honestly, just the simple act of getting up early getting ready for work and commuting to the office sometimes could use all of the energy that I have for the day. But many of us are still capable of working in some capacity if that experience looks very different. And this was definitely the case for me. For many Spooniepreneurs, we start our businesses out of necessity. We need something that is different. So we go out and we create it for ourselves. But what I didn't expect is that becoming an entrepreneur would help me come to terms with having a chronic illness. Don't get me wrong. I would still choose every day of the week not to live with my chronic conditions. But having my business has also taught me that I can be a great entrepreneur because of my illnesses. The skills that I've learned while advocating for myself at the doctor's office or while researching possible treatments make me really awesome at running a business. I don't give up when it's hard. I know how to make the best of a situation. I'm able to adapt quickly to new situations. And that actually, in some cases, puts me ahead of able-bodied entrepreneurs. 
And the truth is, is that having my business also gives me a reason to get out of bed in the morning. So I live with mental illness and I am definitely no stranger to depression. And on mornings when I haven't slept more than a few hours and I'm in a lot of pain, um, I need the life raft of having a social media strategy to build for a client. I need to have the excitement of interviewing people for this podcast. It allows me to focus on what I can do, and it helps me think around the pain and the fatigue. I've actually seen my symptoms get so much better uh, since having this business to center me because it gives me something else to think about. And this is definitely a mindset that I've learned over lots and lots of practice. There were and there still are mornings when I just cancel my appointments and go back to sleep. There are days when I know that I should not go near my computer because the brain fog is so bad that it takes me three times as long to finish one task on my to-do list and I still mess it up. Believe me, I learned this one the hard way more than once. But There are moments when I'm sitting in the waiting room of a doctor's appointment, checking my emails and answering Slack messages, and I know that I have made the right decision because I've built a business that works around my life and not the other way around. One thing that I do get frustrated with is that a lot of the advice out there about streamlining your business and simplifying your day involves having a team of people to support you. And I want to be clear that I'm at a stage in my business four years in where I do have a team to make it all happen, but it wasn't always that way. And quite honestly, the strategies that I use to run my clients' businesses are the same that I used when I was a solo entrepreneur. And recently, I've been working on a toolkit to help people build resilient businesses. And when I use that term, when I say resilient, I mean that I want to help virtual support pros build businesses that allow you to have peace of mind, knowing that you've created simple systems that help you find success. They're streamlined enough for you to work even when you're in pain or feeling depressed or feeling so tired that you can't even function dealing with brain fog, you name it. And I'm all about being strategic so you know where to take a shortcut (laughs) and where you really need to focus your time. I've said it before and I'll say it again that every business is unique. There is no magic formula or quick fix that's going to lead to massive wealth, right? We all bring something unique to the table and we all want to serve different types of clients. But when you're owning your brilliance, when you're running your business from your zone of genius, being an entrepreneur doesn't feel hard. I want you to just think about that for a second. You can actually embrace ease and step into your power when you do what you're good at and you're paid well for it. And yes, this is going to look different for everyone, but I've just become so passionate about helping people to find what works for them and giving them the tools to make it happen. You know, I made a lot of mistakes along the way, and I figured the least I can do is to share my mistakes so that you don't make the same ones because I want you to do work that lights you up. I want you to be paid well for it. And I want for things in your business to feel easy even when you're feeling awful. Truly, entrepreneurship was the best decision I ever made. And I think that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably feel the same way or you will soon. 
If you are interested in learning more about this toolkit that I've built, you can definitely check it out at www.theresilientbusinesstoolkit.com. That is it for today's episode. But as always, remember, we can do hard things if we take it one step at a time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends and don't forget to rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're looking to build a business that runs on word of mouth referrals, and who doesn't, head on over to www.resilientbusinesstoolkit to check out my free masterclass teaching you to build a marketing plan that drives word of mouth referrals into your inbox every month. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.